It's your boy Drew Moore, and I'm back for more talk, baby. It's your boy, Drew Moore. So, I know that we need to go ahead and talk about it, so let's go ahead and do that. Let's go ahead and deal with the situation at hand. Because I hear this all the time. I heard a guy, a guy told me not too long ago that uh, the dating process is crazy. And I said, what do you mean? Because, see, I've once said that, but then I had a different revelation of what I was talking about. Because it's always easier to blame something else. So he told me, he said, the dating process is crazy. I said, what do you mean by the dating process is crazy? Man, you got to jump through hoops. You got to do this. You got to do that. And you got to, you know, it's just so much you got to go through just to get to know a person. I said, is it that the dating process is crazy? Or is that you're crazy? And he looked at me like, what, what, what are you talking? Like, excuse me? Like, what did you just say to me? I said, I'm going to ask you again. Is it that the dating process is crazy? Or are you crazy? He says, what do you mean by that? I said, the thing is, you have to learn how to rewrite your path. Because a lot of times... We do what's been given to us. We live our life based on what's been given to us. And we learn nothing different for ourselves. Everybody dates the same way. But how many people that you know of are successful in the dating realm? Yeah, things change from time to time, but in the dating process, what changes? There's nothing about the dating process change but the people. So, it's not dating is crazy. You're crazy. And so now he's intrigued. And I told him, you know, I say it again. You have to rewrite your path. You don't have to accept the one that's been given to you. You should be asking at this point in time, in this day in life, with everything that goes on in life, there are specific questions that you should be asking. But see, the reason why you're not asking them questions is because you're looking to you're looking to find love right then and there. You have this microwave mentality. I put it in the microwave, heat it up for a few seconds, it's ready, dinner's done, let me get to it, here's love. And it doesn't work that way. And I told him, I said, if you quit trying to find love and find a friend, you'll find yourself in a better position. We often say that we want to marry our best friend, but we don't ever have the friend. But we're looking for the best in someone. So what we'll do, we hang out. We'll go party together. We'll go to the movies together. We'll go bowling. We'll do all these things where you really can't even have too much of a conversation. And you out there trying to impress her 
to make her feel a certain way. And she's trying to look her best to impress you and spend all the money she can out of your pocket. Because if you don't buy her a certain amount of money, if you don't use a certain amount of money when it comes to dinner, she think you cheap. If you told her that she can only spend this amount of money when she go out, she probably not going to go out with you again. See, it's only a few people far in between to understand what I just said. See, the responsibility in a man is what you should be looking for. Not how much money he can spend on you. So if he took you out and told you that you can only spend $20, that's my budget, you look at him and say, he's cheap, I can't deal with him. Because the path that's been laid out for you is, in your mind, that takes you to, oh, what he can afford. So you're making him spend $100 just to prove to you that he can afford you. He can afford to go out and have a good time and order you the, the, the uh, top steak on the menu. It's time that you rewrite your path. I remember, I remember telling my cousin the same thing and I, told, and I gave her a list. I said, the next time you go on a date, Here's a list of questions that you should ask. She says, serious cuz, you want me to ask these questions? Absolutely. Ask these questions. Now, don't interrogate the man and ask him back to back to back to back. He probably going to get up and walk away from you. He's going to tell you, don't be, don't be interrogating me. What you asking all these questions for? Right? But if we just ask certain and specific questions, we're going to get specific answers. You can tell by the person's body language. You can tell how they respond to it. You can see the look on their face. There's a lot of things that you can do to understand who a person is and where they come from. Oh yeah, I get I get down and dirty with my questions and I get personal because I want to know. I mean, now you don't have to ask all these questions in one shot. You need to get to know the person. You should laugh a little bit, have some fun. But you should spend more time communicating than you are trying to put your arm around him in a movie theater. How many trips you can take? How many times we can go out and just have fun? No, sometimes you need to sit down in front of Starbucks or at Panera Bread and you need to sit down and just have a conversation over a sandwich. Or a latte, a coffee, whatever you drink, whatever you do. And just have the conversations that need to be had. That way you can get to know a person comfortably in their space. But see, we quickly look for romance. See, if you stop looking for romance, it doesn't matter how much money he or she has. Doesn't matter where they're staying at right now. It doesn't matter which, what kind of car they drive. It doesn't matter their dress code. All those things won't matter because you're not looking for romance right now. You're looking to get to know that person. How many of you know you may be the person to change something in that person's life just by being a friend? 
The very thing that you don't like may be the thing that changed that person. But you will never know because you're too busy looking for romance instead of just being friends. See, a lot of us, a lot of, a lot of people haven't had both parents in their lives. So they come from a single mother home, majority of the time, 90% of the time, right? So guess what? You don't see, you don't see what it is to date. There's a certain path that was laid out for you. You probably heard mama getting angry. You probably seen mama hurt. You really didn't see her date too much. And if she did, she probably came up upset, probably talking about him, how cheap he was. Or because he got so many kids, you can't deal with. So you got all these things in mind that's a negative because of the path that was laid out for you. Well, see, the thing you didn't understand was mama had a different outtake. She had a different outlook. So you can't go by what mama did. Because that was for mama's life. The question is, did it benefit mom? Now you're going down the same path. You're going down the same road. It is time for you to rewrite your path. If you, if you want to be in this life of marriage, if you want to go through the dating process, if you want to court someone, there's a process that you have to go through. The dating process don't have to change. You do. You do. Some of y'all didn't have dads in your lives. So you don't know what it is to be men. You don't, you don't know what it is to, to date a woman. You don't even know what kind of questions you should even ask a woman. You haven't had a foundation laid out for you. So you don't know you should open her door. You don't know you should go to her door when it's time to pick her up and don't sit outside and hump the horn. You don't know these things. Well, how do I come about to know these things, Drew? I'm glad you asked that question. You got to read. You got to study. You got to be coached. You got to learn. You got to be teachable. It's okay to rewrite your path. It's okay. What worked for one person may not work for you. Don't take what somebody else has done. Unless you see them truly successful in what they're doing. Because you don't know what it's taking for them to get to that point.
And if it isn't working for them, why do you think it's going to work for you? Choose your own path. Write your own script. Be the friends you're supposed to be first. So you can get to the dating part. But see, you want to be that mic, you want to be that microwave. You want to be that microwave. I'm gonna turn on one minute. Beep, 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 beep. So when I hit start, that microwave will start heating up. And see, you won't love to be just like that. You have a microwave mentality. You more you're more concerned with someone's 4OK than how they treat women. You're more concerned with their education and their uh, degrees than knowing if she even liked men because her dad wasn't in her life. You concerned about more how much about how much money he got in his pocket than to know if he's a player because maybe that's all he's seen his dad do. See, we worry about too much of the same stuff. We worry about the basics. What's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? What's your favorite TV show? Answer this question for me. Which one of them questions, them basic questions, is going to benefit your life? So, okay, so you find their favorite color. What does that do for your life? Just knowing, just to say I know, I know something about him. I know his favorite color. We share the same TV show. We both love the same TV show. We love Martin. And so now we can sit down and talk about Tommy and Cole and Pam and Gina all day long. Because, you know, Mr. Otis, he a trip. We could talk about favorite foods. Well, maybe I want to cook his favorite food. Maybe one of the question is, can you cook? Because, see, I remember asking a person before when I was dating them, getting to know them, trying to be their friend, just having a conversation. I asked one young lady, I said, do you, do you know how to cook? She said, yes. I took that ass. She cooks. She said she knew how to cook. She didn't say she cooked though. So I started dating her just to find out more than half the time she doesn't cook. But in my mind, I'm like, you lied to me. No, she didn't. I asked her, Do she, can she cook? She said, yeah. The question should have been after that is, how often do you cook? And she would have told me, my life's so busy, I work so much, I don't cook when I get home. I, re I prefer to eat out. 
So then I would have put something in my mind and say, wait a minute. So if you ain't, if you ain't, if you like to eat out all the time, then, and if you try to eat out with me, that's a lot of money coming out of my pocket. Because that's what she's going to be looking for. Maybe one of your questions should be, when you go, if you go out on a date and hang out with someone, what is your expectation of that person? Do you expect them to pay for everything? Or do we go Dutch? Or do I pay for this and you pay for the tip and then next time we switch off? How, how do you expect this thing to happen? See, you got to have these type of conversations to know who you're trying to deal with. Quit trying to jump into romance and learn the individual. See, you can't go nowhere without learning the individual first. This is why a lot of people get their hearts broken. This is why a lot of people end up upset. Talk about they lied to you. No, they didn't lie to you. You lied to yourself because you jumped in romance before you jumped in friendship. You jumped in romance before you knew who that person was. See, you didn't write your own path. You took the path of someone else and tried to go down that same road and thought it would work for you. It can't work for you. You have to rewrite your own path. You don't have to take the one that was given to you. You are your own person. You are who you are. Your path to relationship may not be the same path that Ricky and Keisha over there is on. Or Tony and Tanisha. That may not be your path. Don't look at what they have going on. Because looks can be deceiving. You have to get in the mindset of knowing that I have to do things with a purpose. When I do things with a purpose, I'm going to ask specific things on purpose. Everything I do, I'm going to do with a purpose because I have a vision in mind on what I'm looking for. And the only way I'm going to know what I'm looking for and to get what I'm looking for is to dive in and dissect what I'm looking at. Or who's in front of me. You remember when you were in school and you had to, some people dissect the squid. Some people dissected a frog. Whatever you use in school, that whatever thing you dissected, you had to open up. You talked about the different parts of it, right? Let's say you dissected a frog. You had to open up that frog. They talked about from the outer shell, the outer appearance of it to the inside of it, right? You have to dissect it. You learn every little piece of that body, every organ in that body, everything that makes that frog function in some type of way, shape, form, or fashion. 
you learned about it. It's the exact same way that you do with individuals that you're trying to get to know. Just like you had to get to know that frog, you have to get to know the person in front of you too when you're trying to date them. When you're trying to be their friend first and be in relationship with them at some point. But before all that, you have to dissect them. Find out their love language. How they handle conflict. How, how, how things happen when they're happy. How do they move when they get angry, when they get mad. See, it's all, it's all gravy as long as they're happy. That's the easy part. Knowing how they feel when they're happy. But talk about some, some hard scenarios where they had to make some life changes or it really affected their life and how they handled it, what they did. Your dad wasn't in your life. Did your dad, did your, was your mom and dad ever married? Did they divorce? So when they divorced, how did, that, how did you take that? How do you feel now? What did you do? What did you go through? Did that affect you in school? Does that affect you now? Now, some people may not go too deep until later on. That's fine. But you better know, you better know some things about that person. And as time go on in your friendship, because see, if you're friends, you can be vulnerable. You're not trying to prove nothing to someone. Because think about it right now. You, some, a lot of y'all got best friends. Your BFF. Best friends forever. My A1, day one. Aren't you vulnerable with them? Can't you cry with them? Can't you talk with them? Don't you eat with them? Don't you share all your intimate moments with them? Don't you, your, your date that you went on, you know, the girl that you like. The, the whatever, your, your new job, your new business you're about to start, you share everything with your A1 day one BFF. So if you spend time with someone that you're interested in and you become friends, you are able to be vulnerable with no strings attached. You're able to be free to speak how you want to speak. You can be who you are and not trying to be this representative to prove a point of who, who he wants you to be or who she wants you to be. You don't have to do that. Why? Because you're friends. You're just friends. You're, you're in the friend zone. So y'all complain about, oh man, she friend zone me. Good. You should be friend zone. Quit trying to go out here trying to find your lover before you find your friend. You trying to skip the process. And then we wonder why it never works. Now, I'm not saying that things not going to go your way all the time and things not going to fall apart even after you got married and all that stuff. Things happen. We understand that. Life uh, evolves and so do you. Things change in life and you have to evolve with it. Some people don't want to change. We understand that. We understand that people get stuck in their ways. We understand that there's high points and there's low points. We understand all that. But for, for, for a general purpose, if you're just friends first, 
You can learn any everything. You can learn their family, which is the one of the most important things to learn about a person is knowing who their family is because they're the model of what their family were, of their parents were, or are. So what you see here is a model of who my parents are. Because they raised me. I pick up a lot of their ways. A lot of their habits. I can't help it. I was raised with them. Before I even understand. I mimic what they did. I listen to how they talk. I begin to talk that way. That's why I'm loud now. <laughs> my father is a loud man. He talks loud. So guess what? I've been talking loud all my life. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> I am a hybrid of my father. I am a hybrid of my mother. There's some things I would do just like my mother, and there's some things I would do just like my father. But if I have friends... Or a friend that I'm involved with and we're just friends, she's going to learn that about me. Because she'll learn who my parents are. Because see, I'm not taking her home to meet mom and dad as my woman. I'm taking her home, her home to meet mom and dad and introduce her to my parents as my friend. And as, as a true friend. And I'm not talking about friend as in, this. I call her friend, but she's really my girl. No, I'm talking about as a true friend that probably could be my best friend. So she will learn a lot about me. And if I go home to meet her parents or parents, whoever raised her, I will learn a lot about her by speaking to her parents. Because she's a hybrid of her parents. What they produce out there, she has become them. As her own individual person, she's a hybrid of both of them. So I get to see her as a model of her parents. So when she acts a certain way, I understand, oh, that's her mom coming out of her. But the only way you can get there is you have to rewrite your plan. Because a lot of you have the wrong plan in place. You have to rewrite your path. So instead of taking this route here and turning left, you're going to have to take this route here and turn right. And you may have to come all the way around. So instead of taking her out to the movies all the time and out to, to find the best steak, you may have to sit down, like I said, at Panera Bread or Starbucks and just have some tea, coffee, a latte or something and some hot chocolate. And you're going to have to sit down and have some conversations. Let me get to know you. Let me enjoy you. Let me look you in your face. See how you present yourself. And the more I, I enjoy talking to you, the more I'm going to converse with you. The more I want to be around you, the more I want to just hang out with you because you're just fun to be around. So the next time, maybe we will go bowling. Now, let me see the fun side of you. Let's see how good you can have fun. Let's, let's hit the arcades. See, we can still have fun and not have to be so romantic. I don't have to sit all close to you with my arm around you in order to, in order to find this lobster. 
Get that out of your mind. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. See, when you transform, you rewriting your path. You can't go back to doing the same thing all over again. Because it didn't do you any good. It didn't work for you. It's not going to work for you. Some of y'all listening to the sound of my voice right now and know exactly what I'm talking about. It didn't work, did it? So we have to do something different. It's the same person do the same thing and expect the same results. I said that wrong, didn't I? It's the same person to do the same thing and expect a different result. That's insanity. It's insane. You have to do something different. You can't do the same thing that you've been doing and knowing that you haven't been successful with any of that stuff in, in trying to date. But you're going to do it again and expect something different out of it. What are you going to get? Because the seed that you plant is what's going to rise up during the harvest time. Plant the right seed and reap the right harvest. Dating ain't crazy. You are. <laughs> I want you to get that in your mind. Dating is not crazy. You are. Say that. Dating is not crazy. I am. You just crazy for not, not going through the proper steps. For not asking the right questions. Not going to the right field. You're looking for football, but you're at the baseball field. You, you, can't, you can't get... That sport over there, you got to go to the football field where they play football. If you want to be friends, you got to go where friends go, not where lovers go. Mm. Did you hear what I said? If you want to be friends, you got to go where friends go, not where lovers go. See, if you go where friends go, you will find friendship. <laughs> if you go where lovers go, you may not even find love. You may find lust. Because you may not know the difference between the two. But through friendship, you will know what's true love and what's lust. Because the signs will come out. You'll be able to notice those things. Because you didn't put yourself around lustful situations. You didn't put yourself in lustful situations. And you really spent time knowing who that person is. Laughing with them. Joking with them. Crying with them. Eating with them. Having fun with them. Just, just being in the moment with them. Absolutely. 
there you will find true friendship. Then you can go to the dating, you're in the dating process. Then you can go to the courtship. Then we can talk about marriage. But you got, you cannot skip a step and expect to be successful in this. You have to go all the way through. It's time for you to rewrite your path. It's your boy Drew Moore. And that's it. See you next time.